0: How about the pride of Chicago? Burke's best bets. Danny Burke with us. Add Danny Burke 5 on Twitter. Some NFL and some college thoughts. Danny, Merry Christmas, man. How we doing?
1: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Both uh, you, Schmitty and Elijah. Thanks for having me on, as always. We're doing great. You know, we got a unique football slate to look forward to NFL-wise tonight, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then, uh, of course, bowl game getting in full swing. So uh, exciting times.
0: Where can folks find your, your, your picks, your advice, your columns? Tell folks about your website real quick.
1: Yeah, Burksbeat.com is where you can find all the analysis, all my picks, ones that I've made in the past, ones that I'm making in the future. So uh, on Twitter, if it's a little bit harder for you to find or just uh, know how to spell it out, I'm always tweeting out stuff on the website. There at Danny Bird Five, and then in my bio as well, you can find the website BirdSpeed.com. So, yeah, I already have given out some bowl games from a couple weeks ago, and then uh, plenty of NFL action for this weekend.
0: Let's start with the NFL. What has your attention? The Saturday slate, Cincy and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's been reeling a bit. Bills look like they're resurrected, and yes, the Rams and Saints tonight. That's the, the slate in front of us.
1: Yeah, tonight, tonight's a really tricky game. I mean, look, the entire public is on the Los Angeles Rams, and I completely understand why they've been a team that's looked a lot better offensively and just better overall. And New Orleans, despite them being in a successful position, they're not doing it in a way that exudes confidence, right? It's not like Derek Carr has really moved the needle, but – Again, this could fall into one of those games of, all right, it's a primetime spot. You know, over 90% of the bets are going on Los Angeles. Then here comes a sneaky uh, primetime dog here with a little backdoor cover or something. That wouldn't shock me. But I I didn't play anything for this game. I would wait for an in-game spot just to get a feel of how the Saints are looking in it. Their car looks comfortable in the pocket. Uh, If you're looking for something with a prop, not that I've done it, but if I were to go with anybody, I'd consider Either Tyler Higby with the Rams against the Saints, who have struggled to defend tight ends, or Puka Nakua. Considering he has gotten more targets than Cooper Cup, but you know Cooper Cup is still seen as wide receiver one, so I think the Saints secondary will lock him down, and that'll open up some opportunities for Puka. So that's where I would lean for tonight. Uh, speaking of tight ends, though, guys, I just did a video on this today with some of the props that I'm dishing out for this upcoming slate. With the Steelers and Bengals on Saturday night, I actually took Pat Stryger move over two-and-a-half receptions. We talk about teams that are struggling against tight ends. I mean, the Bengals are the worst in the NFL. They're allowing opposing tight ends about seven receptions for 72-and-a-half receiving yards per game. And he had his best career game the last time he went up against Cincinnati. That was a few weeks ago. Racked up 120 yards in nine receptions. Uh, 11 opposing tight ends have gone over this this entire season against Cincinnati, and I think Friartman does it again. So that's a prop that I had, him to get three or more receptions against the Bengals on Saturday. And then for the other Saturday game I had some action on, James Cook over 23.5 receiving yards. Chargers are vulnerable against the tailbacks in the passing game, guys. They allow about 6.5 receptions for over 48 receiving yards. And since Joe Brady has taken over the play-calling duties for Buffalo, James Cook has gotten a lot more active in the receiving game. He's gone over 23.5 in four straight games. So I think that's going to persist in la-la land for James Cook and the Bills on Saturday as well.
2: It's Danny Burke with us here, Burke's Best Bets on Hale Varsity Radio. Danny, I see you also have a play for Dolphins and Cowboys on your website. But first I want to ask you about a uh, – a cmc for mvp story you've put up on there do you see good value in maybe putting down a a bet on christian mccaffrey to win the nfl mvp this year
1: yeah i mean look if there's a year for it to not be a quarterback it certainly feels like it has to be this one right we haven't seen it since adrian peterson did it back in 2012 and every other year it's been a quarterback and every other year except for the year Cam newton won it it's been a quarterback that's led the league and epa and Look, I'm not here just, you know, going. Oh, I'm all crazy. I'm Christian. He's my only. No, like I also placed a bet on Trevor Lawrence before the season on uh, Tua by Loa a month ago, and same with Jared Goff is a long shot, but Christian McCaffrey is finally getting a lot of recognition, not only from the media, which is incredibly important because they're the ones voting on this. But for the front runner, his quarterback, Brock Purdy, who is the favorite to win the award, is giving the credit to his own running back, Christian McCaffrey, that he should win it. That doesn't mean he's guaranteed to win it. And I'm not saying he's guaranteed to win it. But, folks, the fact that this guy is as tight as 16-1 at some books, it's at least worth a flyer. Because if he can do extremely well in their upcoming matchup against the Ravens, who have a good defense, and does it once again and sets the pace and the records for all these categories, then he does along in the conversation and if Brock keeps kind of turning it toward his direction there's already a large part of the media that's hesitant in giving it to Brock because of that whole game manager discussion and that he's not really making a difference which I don't really buy into that but it doesn't matter what I buy into it's about reading what the important people who vote on this are buying into and I think it's more so that the narrative of CMC being the top player is legit and so are his chances to win MVP so if you're getting double digit odds or better I think it's worth a flyer guys
0: Daddy hang tight. I got a couple Sunday questions for you. Daddy Burke with us, Pride of Chicago, Burke's best bets, joining us laying out the NFL weekend at Daddy Burke 5 on Twitter. Hang tight. We'll get some thoughts on San Fran and the Ravens, also some other Sunday questions with Daddy Burke on the way. And now And now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Danny Burke continues with us. Burke's best bet at Danny Burke 5. So Sunday, uh, we circle one game couple, actually. That's Detroit, Minnesota, minus 3. Miami, Dallas, minus 1. The other one I have, Danny, Baltimore at San Fran on Christmas. Minus 5 San Fran. Any of those grab him.
1: Yeah, let's take it down to South Beach, Miami, and Dallas. Now, I, I like I was telling you guys, you know, I, I've been rooting for Tua because I have him for an MVP ticket, and I also had Mike McDaniel Coach of the Year at like plus eight fifty. I tried to have yeah. that a little bit with Demico Ryan, so hopefully he could still come through because McDaniel isn't looking too great anymore, especially after that loss against Tennessee. But look, guys, I'm back in Miami in this spot, money line minus one twenty. I took it the other day, and. I was looking through some of these stats. What really kind of shocked me, and look, I I get it. you got to take it into context, strength of schedule, all of that. But despite Miami playing relatively an easier stretch of their schedule, their defense has still been improving and improving. The entire season, they're fourth in EPA per play, 10th in success rate. Dallas, as much as we always give them credit, they've progressed, relatively speaking, for themselves. They're sixth in EPA per play. 21st in success rate. And I dive into more and more of those numbers from week 7 standpoint, week 10 standpoint, and you can see how Dallas is getting worse and Miami is getting better. Miami's first in EPA per play and success rate since week 10 defensively. And we know what they can produce offensively. Kyrie Kill is expected to be back in the mix and we know he is an absolute game changer. And I faded the Cowboys last week. I took the Bills and there were a couple reasons. The main one is Like many people think, Dallas is, I don't want to say fraudulent, but a team that doesn't play well with pressure on the road, and they can't get their ground game established and put more pressure on Dak, and that's when he crumbled. That's exactly what happened to Buffalo, and that's exactly what's going to happen in this game because Miami has a very good run defense. So Pollard won't get anything going. Dak will be flustered. And then on the other side, Dallas has a weaker run defense. You've got A. Chan and Mostert who can alleviate the pressure off of Tua, just like Cook did for Allen last week. I think that adds to another great game for their opponent, and that's why I'm taking the Dolphins' money line, guys. Danny,
2: last thought here before we get you out. We really appreciate your time here on a Thursday afternoon. Brennan chimes in on the stream. He, he says his play of the weekend, a Ty Chandler anytime touchdown lock. Your thoughts for Brennan.
1: Ooh, well, look, I mean, you know, I try to avoid anything called a loss, but Tyson Chandler is running like an absolute beast and was going up against this defense. It's been obviously a little bit weaker here with Carolina, or sorry, not with Carolina, uh, with Detroit. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I'd rather do that than take the points with Minnesota. So I'll be rooting for him, no doubt.
2: That's, you know, Danny's a real pro whenever he says, I'm not going to touch the word lock.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Danny, Merry Christmas to you and your fam, bud. Thank you. And do you have a lean, real quick? Baltimore San Fran?
1: Ooh, ah, yeah. this is a tough one. I mean, the points with Baltimore is intriguing. San Francisco gets the job done, like I've said many times before. I think I'm going to wait for a better number, then look to pounce on San Fran. But I think it'll be close at some point.
0: Daddy, we'll talk to you in the new year, bud. Thanks for the time.
1: Hey, sounds good, fellas. Merry Christmas.
0: There he is, Daddy Burke with us uh, here on Hale Varsity at Daddy Burke 5. Awesome. We are going to say uh, hugs, kisses, and thanks to you as uh, we start our vacation tomorrow. We have a. What do we call it? Encore? Encore presentation
2: of our signing day special. It should be noted. You start your vacation tomorrow. I'm, I'm still running the best of show. Ah, well, well. Encore presentation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to be uh, <laughs> walking in front of Elijah tomorrow with a full bottle of whiskey. And, and just, eh, uh, whiskey? No. Uh, God love you. Thanks and best uh, to you all. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you in 2024.